Welcome into another edition of Bama and Bourbon with Aaron Tillis from Yale, Alabama. I'm Lance Settle from the next round. This is Roll Tide Pods. Like, subscribe, tell your friends. If you like bourbon, you like talking Alabama football, this is your show. Monday, as we uh, yeah. do this, and we've got the Sazerac Rye. I don't know much about it. I've heard about it. Uh, they say it's the one and only New Orleans original Sazerac yep. Rye. symbolizes the culture and history of the Big Easy. I like the Big Easy, by the way. Do you? Distilled in, uh, Buffalo, it, it, in Buffalo Trace. So I do recall a funny story about this. So LSU played up at uh, Kentucky a couple years ago. And what you do if you play at Kentucky is uh, you go visit some bourbon. Why would you distilleries. not? And all, they went up there and they had Sazerac at, for them. And they were not happy because they were, they were trying to load up on some harder to find bourbons. Obviously in Baton Rouge, finding Sazerac is not difficult for them. So they were a little, they were a little upset. But you and I are talking about doing the Kentucky thing. Yeah. I might get in touch with our buddy Nick Johnston from Johnston RV. Take a little RV Let's up to, uh, to Kentucky. We just need to find somebody that can drive us. Um, so, yeah, it says 19th century industrious farmers and distillers in the heartland of the United States barreled and shipped their rye whiskeys down the great Mississippi River to the bustling, growing city of New Orleans. These spicy, assertive uh, spirits fueled the whiskey culture of New Orleans and established the first American cocktail, the Sazerac. Look at that. Cheers. Cheers. Let's see. Okay. You know, it's weird. I've always talked about a time machine. Like, I would love to go back. When I'm walking around New Orleans, yeah. and you see some of the historical, like, uh, stories, and, and just, I would love to go to one of those saloons back yeah. in the day. You know, you that, that city's got some stories. Oh, my god, I've seen some things. I can't even imagine. And what is my favorite? It's the oldest one on the end of Bourbon Street, uh, Lafitte's. Yeah, Lafitte's. Yeah. Been there. Big, big, big fan. I love the atmosphere. It's dark. Yep. Piano playing in the background, love it. But when you like to go like 200 years ago yeah. to see what it was like, oh, you saw some stuff. Man. Yeah, some some ladies of the night, maybe some people getting stabbed. Who knows? Uh, okay, Alabama 4017. Um, yeah. I think a couple of takeaways for me: Mississippi State's not good. They're not. Will Rogers has got a big Alabama problem. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I still think the offensive line's got some problems, especially in pass protection. Yeah, you know, the, I, I thought, you know, I missed the first series because I was over watching LSU and, and Old Miss. I didn't and get I, to see any of that game. I listened no, to it on the radio. Not much defense. Oh, but, yeah. Or, or any defense. So I missed the first series of the Alabama game. I uh, go to stat broadcast, look it up, and I see a, you know, Jace McClellan, I think, had a 12-yard run, and I saw sack, sack. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Yep. But they they ratted it pretty well after that. Yeah, I mean, four Mississippi State sacks. Yeah. Um, if Mississippi State's got anything on the defense, it is being able to get after the quarterback. Yeah. But you start to look at Shamar Turner. You look at Walter Nolan. You look at that defensive front from Texas. Oh, boy. Yeah. Man, they can get after it. Yeah, it's it's that's Nick Saban's going to have be up late nights this week thinking about that. Texas A&M front set. Uh, Jihad Campbell, uh, Caleb Downs. I mean, my guy, 27 combined tackles, 14 yeah. and 13. Each had a pick. Yep. I mean, hell of a game right there. Caleb Downs, we've been telling you about him on this show. SEC, what, co-freshman uh, co yep. of the week this week. He can, continues to grow. Said it last week on this show when he batted that, that pass down against Ole Miss. Each week, you get to see him get more and more confident. He'll be a star by the end of the year. What about Jihad, though? It, uh you know, he's he's a guy like him a lot. If you get to know him personally, he would be my pick. You know, I sort of recommended Tyler Booker for the next round to, to, for them to do a deal with him, and you guys have seen that. He's got a great personality. I think Jihad's another one of those guys. Maybe not as funny as Tyler, but in terms of, like, personality, good guy. I think he knows the defense. 
Um, and I think they did miss Deontay Lawson, but he's playing well. Yeah, look, I mean, I think this defense is fantastic. Defense, to me, in, in today's college football this season, as much parity and unknowns as we have, I think this defense could be a championship defense. I think it's one of the, the five best I've seen. I think Michigan has yeah. got a lights-out defense. I think Penn State's got a really good defense. I know USC does not have a good defense. Oof, man, I texted you on Saturday. Yeah. That was rough. That was really good. It feel good man. up, what, 41 to Well, it was, it was. So it was 34-7. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's we're going to play a complete game. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there watching and watching. And I left the tailgate up like 21 or 20. And I still felt great about yeah. it. And then I get in the stadium and I have to start you know, watching on the phone, and I'm like, holy hell, what is going on here? Yeah. And it came down to an onside kick, which, yeah. you know, look, uh, Dion's got this Colorado program light years where it should be. Oh, yeah, it's, it's incredible what they're done. And and he's going to, I mean, wherever he ends up, I think he'll be back in Colorado at least for one more year yeah. next year. But, I mean, watch out. Um, Alabama, though, offensively, I don't know. I mean, 40 points should win you every single game with yeah. that defense. No I doubt. Just, you know, what do you think they can man- manufacture? What is the number this weekend in A&M and College Station you need to win a game? You probably gotta have twenty four to twenty eight, yeah, and that's gonna be difficult. I know that's not a lot of points, but I just I want you to put yourself in Jalen Milrow's shoes. One, going against that front that we just told you about, that Lance named out the names, and two, the environment. Anytime anywhere Alabama goes, it's gonna be electric and loud, and that's very difficult. I would expect a lot of pre snap penalties, some infraction type stuff that's gonna put them behind the chains. When you get behind the chains, that's not what this offense is built around. I think they're gonna be tra- it's gonna be. Um, you know, if the offensive line can't can't pass protect, if they can't uh, not false start, it's going to be real difficult for them to contain, contain or uh, sort of maintain any sort of consistent offense. Hey, it's Bama and Bourbon here on Roll Tide Pods. Make sure you like and subscribe. Aaron Sotos from the Alabama. I'm Lance Taylor from the next round. It's brought to you by the Beverage Place, located next to the PGA Superstore on 280. Pink Package located across from the Target next to Arby's on 280. One-stop shop, liquor, beer, seltzers, wine, sodas, Mixer, cigars, ice, even fresh lemons and limes. They open early, close late. Open 9 a.m. every day except Sundays when they open at noon. So if A&M wins this game, I know they got the one loss to Miami, but yeah. it's like, I mean, both of these teams obviously control their own destiny. Right. Um, but this would really put A&M in an interesting spot. Outside of the Manziel year, I can't really remember when A&M was in the mix to win an SEC West. I mean, I guess in 2020. 2020 they lost one yeah. game, right? Yeah, to yeah. Florida, I think. Yeah. And so Alabama took care of them. But that game was close for the first half. So it's a key matchup for the SEC. I mean, LSU has only got, also only got the one conference loss. They got another conference loss to, to Florida State. But that defense, it's shocking how bad LSU's defense is. Any, yeah. any defense that got Harold Perkins should not be that bad. They are horrible. Well, and Brian Kelly's a defensive guy. You know, he actually played linebacker in college. And I just thought with year two – what they had built towards the end of the season and the way Jaden Daniels looked. And look, the offense has been great. They found a yeah. running back in Logan Diggs. You got yeah. multiple dominant receivers and neighbors yeah. and uh, Brian Thomas. And for them to have, I mean, I don't know. It, it kind of reminds me of the USC of the SEC. Yeah. It, the, probably the worst thing that could have happened to them is for them to beat Alabama. That game was close. They, wanted, they went for two in overtime winning that. But it just it rocketed expectations going yep. into the offseason. And that wasn't good for this team. Yeah. Somebody brought that up. SEC Media Days up in Nashville. They were like, the narrative would be completely different yeah. if they don't get that two-point Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I bought in. I really did because I think Brian Kelly – to have Notre Dame in a position to play for the national championship yeah. and then in the college football playoff multiple times. Yeah. I mean, the guy can coach. I just don't know what's going on. Yeah, there's there's some rumors behind the scenes of, of you know how hard that staff works, but I don't know those to be true. That's just the, the ether of college football. But there's no reason 
with given their personnel, LSU. I mean, their secondary is not great, but there's no reason they should be that bad. No, they not could, at all. They couldn't stop Ole Miss at all a week after Alabama throttled Ole Miss. Yeah, and it's amazing. I think Nick Saban's staff works pretty hard, right? Yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, you just got to be able to buy into this. It will be interesting to see what LSU is moving forward. We still have never had a two-loss uh, team get to a college football playoff in the last year of the four-team format. That's crazy. I mean, I, I'm not going to be surprised if we get a two-loss there. I don't think LSU is going to be that team. I'm no. just saying, you know, one of these teams out of the Pac-12 with two losses. Yeah. Um, an Alabama could maybe even afford another loss. You know, yeah. you lose twice, only one in conference. You go on and play for the SEC championship, yeah. beat Georgia. Who knows? Which also didn't look great over the weekend. No, no, no. I was injured here directly in the sun. Um, <laughs> it was a fun atmosphere. And, and Auburn fans started to buy in. Hey, yeah. we got shot here. Yeah. But they were able to run the football effectively. They yeah. forced turnovers. They just um, couldn't cover Brock Bowers. They could not. I don't know anybody that can, yeah. though. I mean, we go back to, to that SEC championship game uh, against Alabama, Alabama. where Alabama shocked him. Brock Bowers was a major weapon back then as a true freshman. So he is just, he's fantastic. Okay, yay Alabama, tell us about it. Yay-Alabama.com. Listen, in the world of NIL, Alabama needs support. Uh, They don't have the corporations like you look at Arkansas, J.B. Hunt and Walmart and Tyson Chicken. Uh, You you go over to Georgia, you got Chick-fil-A, Delta, Coca-Cola. Alabama doesn't have that sort of corporate environment. So Alabama needs fans to help it stay on top of its NIL game. That's where you come and become involved. So make sure you're checking out a membership. Tell your friends about it. Yeah, and also mybookie.ag. Go to mybookie.ag. Football season's here. Winning season is here. You can sign up. It's absolutely free to sign up. Once you put in that deposit, make sure you put in the promo code next round. They're going to secure you with a nice little uh, bonus there at the end. That is mybookie.ag. Um, okay, this Alabama offense. Jalen Milroff, he's not turning it over. I mean, he's a solid gonna keep, quarterback. going to keep you in games. Yeah, and he's going to get better and better. The offensive line, you think it's getting better. Where are you right now on playmakers, though, around Milroff? I think Jalen Hale is a guy that's starting to establish himself, and they got to give him some more opportunities. He obviously had the big touchdown catch versus Ole Miss. you got to take advantage of him on deep balls. Um, I still think Alabama's got to take shots, and there are some playmakers there. I think we've seen it at tight end, Amari Nyblock. Yep. I think C.J. Dupree can be one of those guys. I thought the running backs played really well. I, I think, and we mentioned this, Tommy Reese has done a much better job tailoring a game plan around what Jalen Milrow can do the last two weeks. The next evolution of that, you got to get the running backs involved in the passing game. We saw it last year, obviously, with Jameer Gibbs, what a talent he was. you you got a defense on its heel expecting the run, play-action pass, or anything. you got to drop some screens in there. So I think that's the next step for this offense is to get the running backs involved. Do you uh, do you get the feeling, though, Tommy Reese, as you said, learning to actually scheme yeah. around the the strengths of Jalen Melrose? Yeah. Do you think he's getting more comfortable in this in his role as an offense coordinator in the SEC? I think so. I mean, every time the camera pans to him, he looks like he's a little bit in distress rubbing yeah. his face. But I think that's some, some of the offensive line issues. And I think Jalen's got to help this offense out. When you scramble outside of the pocket and you're heading to the sideline and it's clear you're not going to be able to pick up uh, yardage, he's got to throw the football out of bounds. He keeps taking all these sacks that the offensive line keep getting blamed for. He's got to help himself out there. But as long as Jalen's in time, on time, knows where he wants to go with the football, I think he did a pretty good job of that on Saturday. And at the end of the day, he can also do what he did when Alabama scored his first touchdown, which is split the defensive backs on a way to yeah. scramble for a touchdown. Uh, and, and going back, and I, w- I want to get to the quarterback situation for A&M here in a little bit, but going back to last year, his one start was against Texas A&M. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and it didn't grow it didn't go great. No, it didn't go great. They ended up winning the game, but you wonder if that helps him out a little bit in College Station, knowing that personnel maybe a little bit better. Maybe. You know, they got game film on them. Yeah. And, you know, AM had the ball inside the Alabama five with a chance to win that game. Um, so but I think they I was around him today. He feels pretty confident. I think he's gaining confidence every week. I think the wide receivers are gaining a little more trust in him every week. He's using the tight ends, which I thought would be what they were would, would be from the beginning of the season. We're starting to see that more and more. The running game is starting to get come alive. That's what the key to this season is going to be. Can they run the football? If they can't run it against AM, it's it's going to put that offense in really difficult. Position. You know, before we started recording today, you and I were talking about you know the only you, you had the opportunity to skip out Starkville, stay yeah. home, watch football with Little Man, yeah. and you're able to consume yeah. all of this. I went to my first game, I think in two years. I'm wow. trying to remember. Yeah, I don't remember going to a game last year. I know I had to have. But I went down to uh, Auburn to take a, check out Georgia and Auburn. Again, it was a fun atmosphere, yeah. but I just missed everything. So full disclosure, yeah. I didn't watch A&M in Arkansas. Yeah. And I wondered, you know, when Connor Wegman went out, Max Johnson comes in, he played great against Auburn. Threw yeah. some great deep balls, was able to use his what I would say is elusive athleticism, run around for 6'6". Um, he turned it over three times this past week against Arkansas. Yeah. Who doesn't have a good defense? No. It, it, and, and I was wondering, going into that game, now that he knew he was the starter again, if that's something some of these guys just can't, they don't handle it Maybe. nearly as well. Yeah. And you wonder now with this massive game how Max Johnson is going to handle it. And I think it's simple as it comes down to Max Johnson, Dalen Milrow, who doesn't turn the football over. I think that's the key. And being at home is certainly going to help. Yeah. It's, it's, I've never been there. Have you been to college? Station? I have. I mean, I'm, every other year except for this year, I'm, I'm not planning on going. So it's it's loud. And they do a good job being loud, supporting their team. And, and It just, always looks hot as hell oh and God. really loud. 2013 might have been the hottest I've ever been on a football field. Maybe 2013 in College Station and maybe 2022 in Austin, Texas. Maybe the hottest I've ever been in football games. But when you just have that, you throw that noise in there. For an offense, it's still has not gotten in sync. Um, if, if Alabama's offensive line does not put itself you know, behind the eight ball with holdings and false starts, then they got a shot. But I think you're right. I think it's going to come down to whoever protects the football the best. It's Bam and Bourbon with Aaron Sotos from Yale, Alabama. I'm Lance Toto from the next round. This is Roll Tide Pods. Like, subscribe. Tell your friends they like bourbon, they like Alabama football. They'll like this show. We are drinking Sazerac Rye. Now, it says Sazerac was born in the French Quarter at a time when saloons veiled as coffee houses lined the streets of New Orleans at the famed Sazerac Coffee House. The drink of the choice became a libation of rye whiskey, absinthe, and bitters with that. Absinthe right. will knock you out, won't it? Oh, yeah. I've never had it. Especially the old stuff, apparently. Oh. I've had some of the new stuff. It tastes like, li- it tastes like licorice. Uh, it says uh, the fragrance, of, uh, fragrance is clove, sweet vanilla, and pepper. It's definitely sweet. Yeah, flavor says subtle notes of candy, spice, and crisp citrus. And the finish is big, smooth, with hints of licorice. There you go. Do you get any licorice? Yeah, a little bit. I think that's the I, homage I actually do. Um, to, the, uh, to the absinthe. The, uh, I was never a licorice guy. I I'm not, not a licorice yeah, guy. Especially black licorice. Yes, I can't believe yeah. people eat that shit, but yeah. another story. Um, so going into this right now, it opened Alabama 3.5. So it'll be down to Alabama two and a half. Yeah, it's a scary number. Total's only fifty. Yeah, I, I think more and more money's going to come into A and M just just because of what we talked about. A and M's front's going to be really. It's going to give the Alabama offensive line all it can handle, and it's not been a perfect Alabama offensive line this year. And it's a big challenge to them. I mean, 
And if they answer the bell, then Alabama's got better shot than winning. Because Alabama's secondary can make plays, too. They had three interceptions versus Will Rogers. This is a group that, that's playing really well right now. I'm, one key piece of information I'm looking for, and we won't know until later in the week, is Deontay Lawson playing or not? Yeah, I was about to ask you. I mean, you, you brought it up that he was missed, although they held yeah. Mississippi State to 17 points, won the game by 23. You know, there are people out there that speculate it might not be till Tennessee, but yeah. there's possibility. There's a possibility, I think, that he might play. And, and the defense played great, but I do think their run fits weren't, weren't great, and Mississippi State ran the ball better than I thought they would. Nick Saban mentioned that at the end of that game, said they were committed to the run more than Alabama thought they would be. And if, if Deontay's not there and Aonium's allowed to run the ball, then that makes it even even a taller mountain to climb on Saturday. So Dallas Turner is starting to play up to the potential yeah. that we've – I mean, another sack this past week, and I think he leads the SEC in yeah. sacks, right? Five and a half. Um, now, that's that's something that can be game-changing. When you get that type of pressure on a quarterback like Max Johnson, who does make some mistakes occasionally yeah. – uh, but Dallas Turner, I think the stock's gone back up. I think I, he could be a first-round guy. Now. I think he's playing his way back up because, you know, what he did last year wasn't horrible, but did not have the season we expected. And the way the season started this year was not what we expected. Well, the last three or four games, he's really turned it on. And he's playing well. You know, Chris Braswell quietly is playing really well. This is a defense that can get after you. And they're starting to be they're starting to be a chaotic defense. And when Alabama's defense is the best, they're turning you over. And sometimes those turnovers lead to six points like we saw on Saturday. If if you were just guessing, and I know this is starting quarterback next year for Alabama, do you think it's Jalen Monroe? I think he's got a shot, but I, I think they got I think what they need is realistic competition. I think that makes everyone better. If you're a competitor, you like someone pushing you. And they got a kid coming in next year, five star quarterback Julian Sayan, who is committed right now. I think he will push him. I think Ty Simpson, if he sticks around, he'll push him. So, yeah, I think they got some competition. Yeah, Dylan about, Lonergan. Yeah, what about Lonergan? I mean, that yeah. was the guy, every, when, yeah. and I'm sure because you saw three quarterbacks and none yeah. of the three played well, so yeah. everybody's like, Lonergan's a guy. Yeah. Do you think we see him this year? That's a good question. I mean, you'd be foolish not to at some point if the game situation allows you to. If you made the decision, you want to, you get four games to play and still keep your red shirt. So you, you give this guy a shot at some point. But here's the thing. Alabama's got to be in control enough of a game if he's not your guy that's really in a competition, they got to be enough control enough of a game to get him in that spot. Uh, when are we going to see Jam Miller and Justice that's Haynes a good question. Like, make significant yeah. contributions? Yeah. Justice Haynes was back out there this week. I think he yeah. had four touches. Yeah, he's he had a, one really incredible move where he kept his balance, put his hand down, and spun. I mean, I've heard nothing but like outstanding raving about these kids yeah. in practice, but yeah. they just and, – and you wonder if it's like pass protection again. If these I guys think that's it. I think up. Nick Saban's got to be able to trust you to know what you're going to do. And Jason McClellan's playing well. Roydell Williams is playing well. That's that's the thing. It's like, who are you going to take off the field? Now, I know if it's you're just talking about pure production and potential, then maybe Justice is the guy. But, um, you know, Jason's playing good football right yeah. now. Roydell's playing good football right now. And you sort of trust them because of their experience level. To, you trust them a little more in those spots. Uh, Bama and Bourbon is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Again, put in that promo code at checkout. Next round, you're going to get a bonus from our friends at MyBookie.ag. So, going back to the Texas game, really the only bad quarter we've seen the Alabama defense play. You always make some incredible throws. Uh, Xavier Worthy, some yeah. really good catches. Um, and that's a really good Texas team. Yeah. You know, A lot of people are arguing best team in college football. I don't have a problem with that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put up... I, 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 don't, I wouldn't book too hard against that because I don't know who I think is the best team in college football right now. I think 
they're a lot of intriguing teams. Yeah, with, without those two bad reads, though, there's a good chance Alabama wins that game. They had a fourth yeah. quarter lead. Absolutely. So where are you on Bama right now? Do you still think this is a team that can win a national championship? I think this is a team that could get to the college football playoff. I don't know that they can win the national championship. I don't know if you start talking about some of those teams that might get into the playoff that are more complete, more balanced, or a team that's, even if it's one-sided, I don't know that they could score with Washington. I don't yeah. know if they could score if USC ran the table and they got it. Um, you know, Florida State's got a pretty good offense, good quarterback, unbelievable transfer wide receiver. So you start thinking about can they score enough, and you think Alabama's defense is going to keep them in every game, and they probably will. But I think Alabama can win every game on its schedule. I also think there are several games remaining on the schedule that I would not be surprised if they struggled in. Yeah, I still really don't know much about anything this year. I mean, it's just been so weird because you look at a Washington team that was so dominant Last weekend, it was a one-possession game late mm-hmm. against Arizona, an Arizona team that lost to Mississippi State. So, Who do you think have been most consistent this year, Michigan? Michigan, just because every yeah. one of their games is like 35-7. Yeah, they just, they, they just pl- yeah. apply pressure. Yeah, and that's who I picked after the first week after LSU had already lost yeah. to go on and win the national championship. Yeah, I mean, they... I think they're the most consistent team. You, you can't block on the defense. Yeah. They just they don't allow you to score. Yeah. You know, we had Joel Cloud on today from Fox, and he was like... They're basically like an anaconda. They just they squeeze you to death. How Alabama used to be. Yeah, it's exactly how Bama used to be. And I'm still waiting to see J.J. McCarthy. He was bad last year against TCU. Mm-hmm. How good he can be in the big game. I, I don't feel – I had a, a communication student at Alabama University uh, last week interviewed me for one of his projects. Mm-hmm. And his final question was, give me your 14 playoff. I'm like, oh, hell, here know. we go. I'll give you four teams. I don't feel good about any of them getting there. And especially after, like, Georgia. Georgia was the given because of the schedule. And I know they had the law against um, Missouri last year, kind of a similar situation. But based on what I've seen, and if Brock Bowers, if there was an injury to that kid, they got problems. Oh, they got big problems. And they're going to be tested. I know people are going to laugh. They're going to be tested this week. I agree. Kentucky I think... knows who it is. Kentucky knows its identity because they put it on Billy Napier. Oh, dude, Ray Davis. You know, from Temple to Vanderbilt to now, very comfortable at Kentucky. Devin Leary hasn't even played good football. They've got really good receivers that are underutilized. Liam Cohen, if he schemes it up right, this could be an interesting game because we're just coming off a physical, emotional win. Absolutely. They needed to come back in that game. I don't think they – I think they're missing a lot of talent on defense, obviously, because they're all playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't think they, <laughs> I don't think they have a lot of perimeter weapons, which is weird to say about Georgia, given how they – Yeah, McConkie coming back is going to help. It will. There's no doubt, but he is what he is. He, I mean – he, he certainly hurt Alabama through the year. Yeah. Uh, it's Bama and Bourbon. Again, yay, Alabama. How can people get involved? Quarterbacks are important. I might mention that it's a Will Reichert is lights out. Tw- what, the last 24? Yeah. And he just, he, he, you know, not to, to jinx him for Alabama yeah. fans, but the dude doesn't miss. So whatever the NIL was to get him back yeah. was well worth it. You guys but, are welcome. But how can you guys really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it was, but it was worth it. So how can people get involved to, to keep guys like Will yeah. Reichert around? And it's huge. I, I know you, there's a perception of Alabama that Alabama just has unlimited funds. That's just not the case. And for Alabama to be competitive, it needs to be able to compete for these Keeping players there, attracting new players to, to campus. And the way you can do it is go subscribe. Go to a-alabama.com backslash fans. Pick a level that's most comfortable for your financial situation and help Alabama maintain the dominance we've seen through college football for, what, 16, 17 years. Yeah, Bama and Bourbon, Beverage Place. We appreciate those guys. Pink Package. 
Again, uh, liquor, beer, seltzers, wine, sodas, mixers, cigars, ice, even fresh lemons and limes. They open early, close late, right there on 280. Beverage Place and Pink Package. Special thanks to uh, Chan and all the fine folks there. The Sazerac, what do you think? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, and I think the price I like the model, too. It's like 25 to 30 bucks. Can't beat that. It's a great price point. Good game day whiskey here for you. So check out the Sazerac Rye. I'm a fan. Um, Special thanks, though, to uh, our friends at mybookie.ag. Again, get signed up there. Put in that promo code next round. They're going to hook you up. Bama and Bourbon every single week. Roll Tide Pods. Like, subscribe. Tell your friends. We'll be back next week. Big game in College Station, Alabama A&M.